What's up, everyone? I guess this is episode two of Bikes, Bands, Beers, and Backpacking, where I discuss my favorite things in life, including motorcycles, music, adult beverages, and exploring nature and road trips. Today, I am going to focus a little bit on the road trip aspect, a couple of funny stories, and discuss how I plan out my, uh, my family road trips and my group and individual motorcycle trips as well, so stick around. Now that summer is here on the prairies, it uh, it never ceases to amaze me the number of people you will see out, uh, you know, on your Instagram or Facebook feeds of people going out to the lake, going hiking, going camping. Uh, you also will see just a ton of people with Ontario or Quebec license plates that seem to be going through our province on the way to to Banff or Whistler or you know Nelson, BC, just kind of getting out there and coming through here. People in Regina, it just seems kind of crazy to me. We just we think nothing of hopping in the car and driving, you know, four four and a half hours north to Waska Sioux to go camping for the weekend, or out to Clear Lake, Manitoba for the weekend. Uh, also, plenty of places around Regina: Last Mountain Lake, Buffalo Pound, Fort Capel, Lake Diefenbaker, very popular destinations. And then further north, you have you know Anglin Lake, Emma Lake. Waska Sioux, uh, La Ronge, kind of all around there. And then there's just tons of provincial and regional parks as well that seem to be around every corner of our province, you know, if our, if our roads had corners anyways. You also see just tons and tons of large RVs from the states making kind of the, the sacred American pilgrimage up to Alaska every summer. Now, I remember coming home from Minot in May. I think I was uh, flying in and out of there to uh, go down and see family in Phoenix. But uh, on our way back, we ran into a convoy of about four or five RVs that were, uh, you know, filling up at the gas station right before the Canadian border. I believe they were all couples. I think they were from Ohio and they're, you know, fulfilling their, their lifelong goal of driving up to Alaska and, and seeing that, you know, 50th state, I think it is, 50th, 49th, anyone help me with that one? Unfortunately, they were uh, they were so excited that the one guy didn't realize he ended up putting gasoline into his diesel engine, which is not a good thing, but luckily he did realize it before he, he started the engine, but my understanding is that you have to kind of drain the gas tank, drain the engine somehow and try and get all the gasoline out before filling it back up with, with diesel and continuing on your way. Ever since I was a kid, I've always loved long road trips and following where we're going on the maps and seeing where you're going and, you know, looking at all the maps all the time. I think I was only about 10 years old or so when my mom got banished to the back seat when my dad needed a, uh, needed a navigator. <laughs> as, a, uh, as a family of six, we did lots of big road trips. We went down to, uh, to California. We went out to Toronto. We went out to BC a couple times, all the way out to the, you know, Vancouver Island. And camping was also uh, a big part of these trips, and I, I try to continue this tradition with my my wife and kids now as well. And uh, when planning a road trip, I always you have to try and find the delicate balance between 
you know, your destination, how your timeline of when you need to get there, kind of going, find, finding some scenic roads, checking out some historical places, making sure you're stopping for food and gas when you need to. And, you know, many people think that I probably take this, you know, just a little bit too seriously. But uh, I really enjoy the planning process and the joy on my kids or my friends' faces when we find, you know, a really cool lookout view or a cool restaurant off the beaten path, that kind of thing. Now, Google and Google Maps are just the most amazing trip uh, trip plan helpers, I guess you'd call them. You know, you can use Google Maps and you can see, you know, how scenic a road is. You know, you always look for like a squiggly line when you're looking for for Google Street View and you can see that you can look at you know what would be a cool place to pull over and look at you know the mountains or a cliff or a waterfall or something like that so I'll spend a lot of time looking at that and trying to find cool places to do that um, you know you can also use Google Maps or uh, Google Street View to to see kind of the quality of the the asphalt which if you're in Saskatchewan it's, it's never going to be good but it's uh you can see kind of, you know, the secondary highways down in the States or in other provinces because you don't want uh, beat up roads if you're on a motorcycle. Of course, you need to space out your gas stations and try and find play, you know, cool places to eat. Now, if any of you have watched Master of None on Netflix, there's an episode, I think it's the last episode of season one, where Dev decides he wants, he wants some tacos. So he, instead of just going and finding some, he goes back to his apartment and spends a bunch of hours looking up Yelp reviews and Googling the best tacos in New York City and everything like that. Now, I don't feel I'm quite that bad, but I'm sure others, you know, probably mostly my wife would, would disagree with that. When setting out on one of my family uh, road trips, I... Uh, you always need to make sure that you you know spacing out your gas and bathroom breaks every couple of hours. Especially for me, I have two young kids. My daughter's nine, my son is six. But uh, well, it's usually me who has to use the bathroom first. The amount of of uh, coffee I drink, and I was kind of famous for having to pee a lot on road trips when I was younger. Now we've gone out on quite a few road trips. I would say for for kids that that age, we've gone out to the Okanagan a couple of times to see our friends. Um, so it's about, I don't know, 1,400 kilometers. We've done that in a, in a straight shot once, um, which was not too bad except for like the last little bit. Uh, it was kind of just a little bit too long. We've split it up to other times we've gone out there. You know, we've done camping out to the Waska Sioux area and Clear Lake, and we've gone down to the Sturgis Motorcycle Rally in the Black Hills quite a few times as well. Now, these family road trips tend to be more about, you know, just getting to the destination rather than taking a leisurely pace and exploring side roads and, you know, neat stuff. But, you know, it is always nice to find a, a you know, a roadside attraction the whole family enjoys. Our, one of our favorites is, uh, I think it's the Kicking Horse Pass there. You can, you get right at the bottom of it. It might be Field, BC, I think. There's a, you know, a gas station and a little tourism place you can stop and, stretch out and there's a bunch of stuffed animals in there and then there's a little pond that you can uh you usually see some little trout in and uh, rivers rushing raging by there so it's just a nice little place to stop and especially on those road trips where you're going all the way out there it's nice to you're in the mountains and you can get out and and see a few things
Now, as far as motorcycle trips go, well, this is the ones I kind of spend a lot of time doing. We do uh, we do a couple of group rides with the the EVWC uh, in June, and then as well as usually you know a couple throughout the summer here. And when you're doing a motorcycle trip, you really got to take into consideration, you know, who's riding with you and, you know, what bikes they have and, and what size of gas tanks they might have and how far they can go before they're going to need gas. So, you know, sometimes that means you you only ride for, you know, maybe 20 minutes to half an hour before you pull over for gas again because the next gas station after that place isn't, you know, for another hour and a half. So you need to, to fuel up to make sure you can make those long stretches there. Usually now we try and avoid, you know, gravel road and bad roads. But of course, as I said before, if you're if you're doing any exploring off the major highways in Saskatchewan, you're gonna you're gonna have some pretty crappy paved roads, or or you know, or some gravel roads. With our group rides, we usually plan out a few beer stops along the way. But of course, make sure to be responsible and to not have you know one you know more than one beer to stop, and don't plan you know like nine beer stops in a day it's usually it's one or two um you know spaced out by an hour or two so should be okay there and now motorcycle travel is quite a bit slower than vehicle travel as you as you do stop more frequently you have to stop more frequently for gas and if you're doing it with a group you know there's only one bathroom or one pump at the gas station and it takes longer for the, you know the six to eight guys all fuel up and all use the bathroom and and do that so you just need to plan out a little more space there now as far as when i do my individual rides um these are the ones where i usually like to you go off the beaten path a little more you don't feel as bad if you have to do a few a few kilometers on the gravel road by yourself because you're not making other people endure those crappy riding situations if they don't really want to do it i love exploring Saskatchewan and seeing the small towns and old buildings and uh, I like you know all these old churches I'll stop and take pictures with my bike in front of you can see uh, a lot of these pictures if you want to check out my Instagram account it's uh, at big Regina Rick all one word now so planning that out again kind of using Google Maps to figure out where cool stuff is you can do uh, you know the major small towns in the area to uh, to look at what they're suggesting you might be need to check out that kind of thing now i also keep a map of everywhere i've ridden a motorcycle and and highlight the roads i've traveled on so my goal of course is to is to ride on all the paved roads in in saskatchewan and i guess right now i'd be about 15 to 20 percent completed i've done a lot around regina a decent amount around saskatoon kind of mostly the southeast corner but not a lot kind of central at all so hoping to get some of that done uh, this summer and, and continuing on every year, adding, you know, a couple thousand new kilometers of roads done in Saskatchewan. So what about uh, what about you guys out there? Uh, what's your favorite road trip or the way that you like to plan for trips? Uh, do you prefer to have? You know a more detailed itinerary kind of like i would or do you just say okay well we're going and we'll stop when we want to stop and try and find somewhere neat to stop when we get there where are your favorite places to explore in saskatchewan or you know wherever you're from uh thanks for listening to episode two and i hope to be back next week with another two episodes uh, i'm going to play you out here with the uh, new song released from my one of my favorite bands comeback kid from winnipeg and their uh, new song called Somewhere Somehow. 
Thanks. Have a great weekend, guys. And yeah, like I said, hope to be back with a couple new episodes next week.